Yeah, Friday! Welcome to the Ranting Ring Watcher Podcast. The future number one weight loss podcast in the world. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. the podcast app you're listening on allows you to rate the show please leave a four star or five star rating any rating is greatly appreciated here we are episode 78 we're not gonna waste any more time let's get into this journey updates well We had a 1.4 gain this week. For the month of February, we are down one pound. Total lost since January 2019 is 133.8 pounds. Pounds remaining to get to the milestone of 150 pounds lost is 16.2 pounds away. The pounds remaining to get to the 175-pound milestone is 41.2 pounds away. And the pounds remaining to get to the big one, 200-pound milestone, is 66.2 pounds away. Well, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't annoyed right now. Because everything went as planned this week except one thing. And that was exercise. I got, was it two exercise days in? Rather than it's four or five days that I walk. So if it's five, I got two in. So I'm down three. Everything else went as planned. And I just, it sucks. Because a 1.4 pound gain, if it translates to that reason, to me it's just, it's ludicrous to think that this is the reason when everything else went as planned. We, We keep going regardless. Because if I want to get to 200, I have to get over this 1.4 pound gain. It doesn't matter how I feel. That's the bottom line. What I feel about gaining this week does not matter. And if any of you feel frustrated, I would say the same thing to you because your big goal doesn't care. If the 200-pound milestone was a person, the 200-pound milestone would look at me and say, I don't care how you feel. Get back to work. So would the 150, the 175, if they were people. 150 would be like, shut your mouth. You're just a few pounds away. Keep going and shut up. So that's what I got to do. Regardless of how frustrating it is, 
I'm not telling you not to be frustrated. I'm telling you it doesn't matter that you're frustrated. It doesn't matter that I'm frustrated because there's still plenty of work to do whether or not you're successful. I'm entitling this episode today The Consequence of Ignorance. So many of us, including myself, pick and choose the rules we wish to apply to our journey. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I'm saying that we can all get away with picking and choosing the rules up to some point. And then at you, we all hit a point where those rules we have pick and chose to ignore, where it's not going to be feasible to ignore them anymore. So what happens when we choose ignorance? What are examples of choosing ignorance? You know, when you binge eat, when you go out of your mind eating all these things you didn't plan to eat. And so many of us just want to forget it ever happened. Like it's the worst thing that could ever possibly go wrong. I mean, come on. In reality, these are first world problems. And we act like we failed the country when we do something like binge eat. It only affects us. Yet so many of us, when we have this moment where we lost control and we binge ate, so many of us would rather forget it happened and say, oh, I'll just start new tomorrow and don't even bother tracking it. And even fewer of the this group of people who would do this, I have watched as people have actively forgotten the binge eating section or the one day or whatever it was. They have forgotten it, number one, because they didn't track it, and they accomplished their goal. By not tracking it, they didn't want to remember it happened. But by the, I mean, we're only talking about seven days. And some people forget what went wrong at the end of the seventh day when they're standing on the scale. Now, me, when I know I did something wrong, I'm never angry about it because I know what I did. I know what went wrong. So if I chose to, to eat things I normally would not eat and it caused the scale to go up, then that's my choice. Especially if you do it more than once. Continually throughout the week. Another choice in ignorance is when we choose to eat too many zero-point items. Anybody on WW knows certain foods we eat are zero points. And they don't count as coming off of your daily allowance. There are so many people that would would say, well, everything has calories. I get it. 
I understand. But the healthiest of options on many people's plans are zero-point foods. This is to encourage people who wouldn't normally eat or make good choices while eating to encourage them to make better choices, choices that are better for their body. But there is a no, there is a line. There is a line. And even I'm guilty of this one. When I first started and I learned that fruit was a zero point item. This was when it was freestyle. That was the name of the program. It was freestyle, then it became the blue plan, and now we're at personal points program. Okay? So when it was freestyle, I learned that fruit was zero points. Now I'm when I started I was three ninety three ninety let's call it three ninety six. And I was eating to make sure I never felt hungry. That was my that was my theme. And I would choose healthy options in order to do that. I didn't like vegetables when I started. I don't really care for them now, to be honest with you. But I tolerate them now because I know they're required. As I started, I would only eat the fruit. I would not eat vegetables. Except for baby carrots and bell peppers as snacks. There was no there was no other vegetables unless I had a salad, and that's a different story. I would eat upwards of eleven servings of fruit a day. The scale was not moving. The scale moved initially, but the scale stopped moving. I came to the point where I had to recognize things weren't going my way because I was abusing certain points of the program. So I'd made the hard choice, as much as I love fruit, to start substituting some of the fruit items or eliminating them altogether because there was too many. So from 11 servings of fruit a day, I brought it down to now... Three years later, I am at five servings of fruit a day, sometimes six, but not as often, not not as often, but almost consistently five, except once in a while there's a sixth. I'm starting to think that my up and down here Maybe that maybe five or six is too many now. This is where my mind's been going lately. As much as I love to eat the fruit, as much as the fruit keeps me full and satisfied to get to the next meal, especially in the in the time between breakfast and lunch, I have three fruits in the middle of there. And then when I get to lunch, I have two. So there's my five fruits. Certain times of the year, there are fruit that's available 
that isn't available other times of the year, that's when you'll see a sixth one added to the situation because it's like a seasonal fruit thing. There's a certain time time of the year where uh, mango is good. You know, when the mangoes get really good, here when I go for a walk, (laughs) there is a block that I walk down every time I walk. And on this block, there are... I don't know, five mango trees that I pass. And it it sucks <laughs> because nothing, ever since I moved to Florida, my dream was to have a mango tree where I could pick my own mangoes and eat them. And I see all these people with mango trees and I don't have any space to grow a mango tree because mango trees are enormous. Enormous. And they're not enormously tall, but they're enormously wide. They, they cover a, a huge span from left to right. They aren't tall like some of the northeastern trees, maple, you know, stuff like that. They don't grow in height that, that high. But the, <laughs> the width is definitely up there. And there, I have no place where I can plant a mango tree as much as I love them. So whenever it comes time, the mangoes start to grow and they turn red and, you know, and all this stuff. And I'm passing by on their walk and I see so many times they fall to the ground. No one ever picks them. They rot. Bugs are flying everywhere. No one ever grabs them. And I just think it's a sin. A sin. (laughs) It's something I've, I, I actually one day, I got so sick of seeing them fall there were a few that were hanging over someone's fence. I took three mangoes. I stuffed them in my pocket. I took them home with me. And they were delicious. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's... Uh, it was shortly after that where I saw the same yard where I took those mangoes. There was a sign saying no trespassing. So, for all I know, I was caught on camera taking mangoes. Or I wasn't the only one taking them. <laughs> one of the two. Another way we can choose ignorance is we choose to be lazy in tracking. We know we should be tracking, and yet we choose not to track. We know that people who track are more successful, yet we choose not to track. Oh, but I don't have time to do that. And yet we have time to play on Instagram, Facebook, and whatever other social media you choose. We choose to be lazy in weighing and measuring. Well, I don't feel like pulling the scale out. I don't want to wash measuring cups. These are ways we choose ignorance. And another thing I've done here, last week, we choose not to exercise. I did it for one, a couple of days in one week. But I in in my I'm speaking specifically of people who choose not to exercise at all. The system says you will find people who exercise will find more success. That's where these core values come from. When they tell you follow work on these things and you will be successful, and we choose not to because whether we have convinced ourselves it's not necessary 
we can find success without doing that. That didn't work for me. Talk about the most overly used, overly used term ever given birth to is that didn't work for me. It makes me crazy when someone says it. Because I would argue that this system can work for anybody if you apply the four core principles of the plan. Anybody can do it. Yet we choose ignorance probably on a daily basis because really you make these choices daily. Minute by minute, we are given nothing but choices all day long. Whether it's choices about eating, choices about moving, choices about weight, everything we know we need to do. We are given choices to either finally work towards what we say we want or work away from it because that's the other way, right? You're still working. We're just working in the opposite direction when we make choices. This is what I've been talking about. This is essentially the battle between who we are now and who we want to become. It's a constant fight, a constant struggle. Why do we continually choose to ignore what is the obvious answer? We're going to take a break. I'll be right back. I want to take a moment to recognize the birthday of someone very important in my life. My mom. Mom, you have been the kind of parent that children all over the world dream to have. You have comforted me. You have encouraged me. You have cheered me on. And you have let me know when I've overstepped the line. You even had to learn at an unexpected moment how to be a father to me as well. I want to wish you a very happy birthday. I love you. May God bless and keep you for many years to come. Happy birthday. Hello, I'm Donato Russo, and I am the Ranting Weight Watcher. I wrote an affirmation. It's called the Ranter's Creed. I dedicate that affirmation to all of you who are watching. Nothing can stand in your way because you are an unstoppable force. Your challenges crumble in your presence because you are so strong. Your insecurities no longer have power over your life because you are so confident. Your mistakes are your choices and you are okay with this 
because you are so intelligent. The mirror and the scale no longer haunt you because you are so beautiful. You can face any circumstance with unwavering support because you are so loved. The demons of your past can no longer torment you because you love yourself. All things are possible as long as you believe because God is on your side. You will achieve all of your goals, not if, but when, because you have no boundaries. You are the champion of your story because you do whatever it takes to win. No one can take what you've done away from you because you are the author and the hero of your story. Arise, champion. The victory is yours. Because you are enough. for sticking with me. So why do we continually ignore what is the obvious answer? You know what I think? It's kind of like this. When we're in that healthy lifestyle and we're given an opportunity to look at something we used to do in the past, it's almost like we're looking at an old relationship. When you look at that the ex, whether it's the ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend, it doesn't really matter. But you go through this whole process. You remember the good times. We tend to forget what went wrong. We think that both of us, both parties have changed. We think it could be different. So we decide to try again. Like so many of us who have gone back to exes, we quickly realize why we left them in the first place. And it's a whole process all over again. We never realize that it's not about what went wrong. It's not about fixing what went wrong. It's about getting yourself out of a cycle. A cycle of choices. The choices starting off good and ending off bad. It's a cycle. It's not a a, a straight line of time. It's a circular motion. 
It is a circulation of events that we choose to go through over and over and over again. Because each time we choose, I'm going to go for my healthy lifestyle. Each time that New Year's resolution kicks in, each time we get fed up with how our life currently is and we make the declaration, I got this. This time it's different. This time I'm going to do it. We quickly go right back into making the exact same choices that caused us to be in this position in the first place. Because with every good thing you will ever do for yourself comes one thing. And this is the one thing everybody wants to pretend doesn't exist. It's the one word in the vocabulary of a healthy lifestyle that everybody wants to pretend doesn't exist. And they want to say that a healthy lifestyle is possible without this word. But it's not. And that word is sacrifice. We lost our way. We know what we want. And yet, what is in our present circumstance influences what we want. Because what you also want is happening in front of you now. It's the, again, what I spoke about before, the battle between who you are now and who you are meant to be or who you want to be. Almost as if both exist already and they are fighting over you. Let me try to make this example. A lot of people believe that it's in our head, like it's, it's something in the mind. When we make choices continually the wrong way and thinking it'll be different each time. Think of it this way. Your mind, your brain, is the engine that runs your physical body. And this engine has a job. Its job is to tell the heart to beat. It's to tell the muscles to move, to articulate certain parts of the body, to do things. It controls every aspect of your physical form. And it only has one boss. And that boss is your spirit. So now, I don't know how many of you have had a boss like this. You ever had a boss where you're dreading them walking in the door? Because you don't know which version of your boss you're getting that day. Are you getting the nice boss that makes it so that it's probably the most wonderful work day in the world? Or are you getting the the drill sergeant that pounds and cracks whips and and pounds the fist on the table until you get things done? Which one are you getting? Are you getting the one that creates the stressful environment that nobody can work in? Are you getting the one that brings in bagels and makes it like the most wonderful day at work possible? Because that's what it's like when your brain 
is working for your spirit. Your spirit says, ooh, I like ice cream. We like the way we felt the last time we ate ice cream. It's all about how you feel. So then the brain says, okay, move the body parts necessary to get the ice cream. And then the good version of you says, no, we are trying to live a healthy lifestyle. We don't need the ice cream. So your brain says, no, we can't do that. Don't go get the ice cream. So the body stops. The brain is just the one holding the controls. Your spirit is the boss telling the brain what to do. And because your spirit is constantly fighting with itself, thinking it can get to where it wants to be by not sacrificing anything it wants right now, anything that will please it right now, it believes that everything is possible without sacrifice. We look at our past attempts at a healthy lifestyle and we say, oh, this is where I went wrong. No, that's where I went wrong. And I'll just do it differently this time. Yet you ignored the five steps you took to get to that moment where you went wrong. Because that moment where you went wrong, God knows how many events happened that were preventable before that moment that you ignored. And even in your review of history, you ignore again. And this is how the cycle continues. If the end result is binge eating, the, the point where you put the food in your mouth is not the point that caused the problem. It's the, there are many points that led up to that moment. And your true job to break the cycle is to find those moments and make the correction in those moments so that the binge never happens. And when the binge does happen, so what? So what? Did it change your goal? Is somehow your goal unachievable now because you binge ate one night? Because you binge ate two two nights, three nights, a week? Does it change your goal? Of course not. So stop wallowing in the oh, woe is me bullshit and get back to work. Because the oh, woe is me stuff only continues the cycle. It's part of the cycle. If we're ever going to stop ourselves from the line of behaviors that we do every single time we attempt a healthy lifestyle, we have to nip it at the beginning in order to change the course. We don't think that when you're, when you're at the point where you're fighting the urge to binge eat, you are already too late. You have ignored a series of events that got you to that moment. There are many events that lead you to the moment where you lose control and you've ignored every one of them. And those are the events you need to figure out what they are, when they are, how they are, where they are. And change them in those moments. This is the only way. 
to break the cycle and change your course from choosing ignorance to choosing success. And if that's getting your butt moving and tracking, then get your butt moving and track. Listen, I've said this a thousand times. Every system that has to do with anything in life has a a list of core values that if followed will bring success. This applies in education. This applies in business. This applies in healthy living. It applies in everything. And this list of items for whatever you're attempting, your first job is to learn those items and learn how to be good at them with consistency. Being consistently good at something doesn't mean you don't mess up. It doesn't mean you don't have struggle. It doesn't mean you won't binge eat. Nothing about consistency has anything to do with perfection. For God's sakes, even Lysol says 99.9% of bacteria killed. If you can do a healthy lifestyle with the accuracy of Lysol, where do you think you'd be today? If you can follow Weight Watchers, Keto, Intermittent Fasting, whatever it is, with 99.9% accuracy, where would you be right now? Do you have to? I would argue no. You just have to be consistent. Make consistent choices toward your healthy goals. So when the incidents pop up, number one, it's not a catastrophe. Because the incidents never stop. The moments that you regret will never stop. They never go away. They may come less, but they never go away. And your consistent choices at a healthy lifestyle makes it a lot easier to deal with those moments. All you need to do is make good choices, good healthy choices toward your goals of whatever it is you're doing. And you have to do them consistently. As long as the consistent good choices outweigh the consistent bad ones, you're going to be going in the right direction. Now, the number of incidents that cause you to go in the wrong direction slow down the progress and may even halt progress. If the problem is not recognized, like me with the fruit, 
if the problem is never recognized when I was eating 11 servings of fruit a day, do you think I'm here making this podcast right now? If I quit at that moment, instead of cutting the servings of fruit in half, basically, if I quit instead, would you be listening to my voice right now? No, you wouldn't. And now here I sit. I think I'm facing the exact same thing. Where maybe five servings of fruit or six servings of fruit a day is too much now. I'm that far into my journey where maybe that is too much. Maybe I eat too many zero point items. Maybe I need to choose more foods that have points. I don't know. These are hard decisions that I feel like I have to face. Because when I sit here and think, you know, sometimes I get so aggravated about my attachment to food. So aggravated. Because all I think about is, I used to think about giving up stuff like cookies and and cake and all this other stuff. And now I'm sitting here about contemplating the horror of giving up one of the five fruits I eat. The behavior hasn't changed. I'm three years in and the behavior has not changed. Only the food item has changed. The relationship has not. And it's so aggravating. I don't know how many ways I can say this before it starts to sound like I'm beating a dead horse. Just when you think you have it all figured out, just when you think certain problems or situations or circumstances simply don't apply to you anymore. That you are at a level above those things. Buckle your seatbelt because you're about to find out just how much they still affect you. The mind games I went through when I had to go from 11 servings of fruit a day to half that they were not fun and they're all about to return again in the upcoming days, weeks, months, whatever it is that it takes me to make this change I'm going to go through it all over again Well, Don, you don't have to get rid of all of them. You could just switch them out. I realize that. But when you become accustomed to certain things a certain way every day, when you have to let go of them, you don't necessarily like that. That all became extraordinarily evident 
in November when Weight Washers decided to change their plans around. Everybody went out of their mind. And no one can deny it. So don't act like you're different than me for some simple change that you don't think is really significant. But none of that changes what is about to be the goal. Because at any given moment, you have to be ready to let go of everything that makes you what you think you are so that you can be everything you were always meant to be. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.